0: Hi everyone and welcome to the KidCast. So this episode is with the gorgeous Michaela. We talk about all things to do with being a mum of two, chasing that work-life balance and if we ever find it, um, talking about Michaela's travel business and how that came about alongside her job and then we also do talk about the troubles I've had recently after losing my dog, the wonderful Hank. Um, And that's where Michaela helps me through quite a lot. Not always do people think of this the same way I think of it. But, you know, to me, Hank was a member of our family and losing him in the way we lost him has affected our family and particularly struck a difficult chord with parenting and grief and how you help your children through grief. I'd never experienced grief before losing Hank so i was going through it for the first time alongside bella who was going through it at the at the age of 2 so we also talk about that but i hope you enjoy and thank you very much for listening Two girls. Yeah. Talk me through like a general day in your house. What's it like being Mum?
1: Um. So yeah, basically the two of them. Um, they are really really good now. Um, they're three and six, so it's obviously we're in a different kind of period yeah. to to some people obviously are going through newborn or yeah. maybe newborn and a toddler. Yeah. So they are really good. Up in the morning, ready either school or if it's holidays like it is at the moment. Yeah. Um, breakfast and then normally we'll get out i don't i'm not the kind of person just to sit in yeah. like i have to get out with them yeah just at least once of the uh, like once a day yeah because just a little bit a um, little bit sort of you get a little bit of cabin fever you do you, yeah, yeah you a little bit of cabin in. fever that's yeah. probably the best way to describe yeah, it yeah. so yeah um they are really good um clothes wise i was just obviously explaining before yeah. that annie my three-year-old she's just started now to like a little bit um funny about her clothes and no i'm not putting that clothes mm-hmm. on and i thought i passed it because i had that with my two year I had it with tilly when she was two mm-hmm. but um yeah maybe it's coming now She'll do you be think really it might fun. Be
0: also i was thinking before when you were saying yeah do you think it might be a little bit of like personality and personal taste coming into things or is it just is it just a bella's just difficult she just won't put it on if she doesn't want to put it on.
1: Um, it could be, I mm-hmm. think, because Tilly's six, and um, she's my eldest one, and she is very particular about her clothes. So it was when she was two; it was all about labels. Yeah. I didn't want labels. You know, I, I genuinely thought as she got some sort of like, sensory. you know, sensory yeah. issue or whatever. But it turns out a lot of people have the same thing. You know, yeah. <laughs> you are not alone yeah. that is happening right now. <laughs> yeah. um, but she. Now is very particular, very fashionable. I'm not going to lie. I'm the opposite of fashionable. Like, I haven't got a clue what to wear. (laughs) But she is literally, like, crop tops, high-waisted trousers. And, like, a lot of the time some friends will give us, like, a couple of hand-me-downs and whatnot. And I'll get them out and I'll go, well, what do you think about this? And she goes, absolutely not. And I'm like, are you messing? I was like, you're six. But she's like, that's just not my style. And I'm like... oh, fair- she does, is it? Yeah, she does. So I'm like, oh, fair enough. Yeah. And she does look pretty cool, mm. you, know, when, um, you know, when she's got her little yeah. outfits on. But it's just, I think because I'm not very, like you know, on trend as such, mm-hmm. I find it a bit, oh, like a bit... Yeah, throws you over Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. don't, you know, I haven't got a clue, Tilly. So yeah. I, now we go to the shops together. Yeah. Um, and I'll, like, actually say to her, like, is there anything here that you like? Rather than me keep... Because I think, yeah. you know, you're probably at the phase now where you just pick your yeah. clothes off the shop uh, mm-hmm. or online and then you'll show them and be like, this is what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. Whereas I feel like now I'm on the other side where, like, we have to, like, actually discuss it a little yeah. bit. I don't know if that's come a bit early, you know, at six, going into year two, I don't know, but you know anything for a bit of an easy life isn't it absolutely yeah (laughs) Yeah. so um yeah we do have to get out the clothes the night before and just discuss like what we're wearing because otherwise it's just yeah i just give two options and be like this is it's either this or this yeah until he you know she will obviously pick one yeah annie i've never had to do that until i probably say it's coming now yeah yeah i can feel it but you know, they are fine yeah. in general. Mm. Yeah, and then we just get up for the day really. Yeah,
0: nice, okay. Any um any challenges along the way during the day, like a day to day challenge?
1: Um, yeah, just like in general, just <laughs> I think like everyone, um you kind of like pick your battles, don't you? So Absolutely. Annie will ask I think it's not so much really with Tilly, because yeah. she's we're on a different page with Till. Yeah. Um she's like really easygoing, she understands that you know we just have to move, you know, like we're not hanging around, messing about, like we've got to get going. Whereas I think Annie doesn't get that yet. She hasn't got the emotional intelligence to go, oh, okay, so what am I supposed to be doing here? So, and she's really terrible for changing her mind last minute and then absolutely kicking off about it. So (laughs) you'll say to her, oh, what ice cream, do you want Annie? And she'll say like, I don't know, a mini milk, brilliant. Yeah, you'll get them in. And I have to say to her loads times, Annie, definitely the mini milk definitely the mini, mil- mini milk and she's like yeah yeah definitely and then I'll pay and she'll open it up and then she'll go I wanted and point to like a magnum or something you know We think yeah. like literally yeah you're killing me off yeah. <laughs> and I think it's because it's second time round I've probably got less patience mm-hmm. than I did the first I think sounds awful but you kind of perfect your first one mm-hmm. like you put loads of effort in yeah, yeah. um and that sounds really really sly to say but i think i'm only being truthful
0: everyone says it though yeah you, your second and third and fourth, whatever they oh, just no. fit in yeah yeah they definitely just, they yeah. just have to get on with
1: it yeah they do yeah. um and i think because i haven't got that same patience that i would have had with till yeah. um with annie i'm like no you're just having yeah. the mini milk yeah. whereas maybe I'd have pondered a little bit with Tilly and gone like oh is it pandered That probably the better way mm. pandered a little bit and gone okay well I'll just go and get you a magnum yeah. as well and you know you think yeah. now nah. I'm like no yeah. that's it you're having you're having that mini yeah. milk end of I'm still in the okay I'll
0: be meeting the magnum face yeah <laughs> yeah although so there are some times if she does catch me in the wrong mood words no yeah you exactly. ask for the mini milk I know. and that's what you get. and I feel
1: like I feel like a bit as if I'm being like a bit um, tight on Annie, mm. you know, like and a bit sly on her because mm. I think, oh, like I probably would have gone, oh, okay, well, I'll get you the Magnum as well, Till. But think about it, I'm paying for Tilly's ice cream, I'm paying for Annie's and another one. And I'm like, yeah. you know what the cost of living's gone up now? So. Ice cream exactly. So well. I'm like, no, you're just having that. And that's yeah. the end of it. And then I'll, yeah, unfortunately, it's probably just like walk half and hope she follows. So.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's go back again then. So <clears throat> Tilly's six. Yes. How was um, your pregnancy
1: with her? Yeah, it was great to be honest. Yeah, we had a lovely, um, a lovely time. Like that's one thing I can say. Like pregnancy's never been an issue. Yeah, um, it's always been really, really easy to be honest. I think for me, it was after like yeah. after having them. After yeah. was like the crazy, yeah, <laughs> crazy whirlwind. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Um, I think maybe I didn't really realise, yeah, like what was going on, yeah. which sounds mental, but I really don't think I realised what was going on when you're pregnant I think you think oh yeah I'm pregnant oh I've got this bump but you don't actually realise you've got a baby inside you yeah yeah you know I know that sounds a bit of a mad concept but until it's there I don't think you realise
0: I think I think it hit me about maybe about 32 33 weeks Mm. I remember saying to my husband oh my god at this exact moment I've got two pairs of arms Yeah, two eyes. eyes. Yeah. It's only four eyes. Yeah, I was like, what? Two sets. What? That, it just really, the idea of that even really threw me. And we didn't know what gender we were having either. We didn't know whether it was boy or girl. So I was like, I don't even know what, like I can't even envisage what this baby will look like other than just a baby. Yeah. It was just really strange. And then that sort of moment where you go, holy shit, I've got to get this baby out of me now as well yeah that moment was a bit like
1: whoa i think i've blocked them two out like because i think if you genuinely thought about it then you probably would end up going like into a bit of a deep a deep hole of like what actually happened um but yeah going back so let's have a think so tilly yeah, pregnancy was absolutely fine Mm -hmm. um and yeah, we d- we just didn't really have any. Yeah, there's just like no complications. Didn't Everything just play went. And say them. Yeah, the nice. only thing I'd probably say is, um, again, towards the end, I think with everybody, yeah. sometimes it can stop moving, can't yeah. it? Um, yeah. And you, oh, sorry, not stop moving, reduce movement. That's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. I did find out with Tilly yeah. what I was having as well. I didn't with Annie. Done it a yeah. bit backwards, really, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we. Um, found out what we have having and again we had reduced movement about 37 weeks and i think if i remember rightly they said like if that happens twice or three times they're gonna bring you in because yeah. they can't really have like that chance so i remember going at about 40 weeks to um the midwife and she mm-hmm. was like oh um everything okay and I was like yeah you know like everything's fine just maybe like I can't really feel it that much and they were like all oh, right, right well is this your first time that you, that's happened and I was like no I've been in before but obviously they put you on record don't mm-hmm. you then and they said um well you are gonna have to go in and, and speak to them about it and I remember thinking at the time oh no like that's not what I want mm-hmm. um I think because everyone puts you off having a um induction, induction yeah, yeah which I ended up having um and everyone like really scares you about it and that's probably one thing I would say don't be scared of an induction because mm-hmm. my experience was actually really lovely and I can obviously explain mm-hmm. that a little bit more in a bit but yeah we uh, went in obviously they did the measurements and everything was like you mm-hmm. know the movements measurements whatever mm-hmm. and said everything was fine but you are gonna have to come in not to be induced mm-hmm. um tomorrow and I thought oh no because everyone had scared me Uh, and said oh you really don't want to be induced or you really don't want to have an epidural or you really don't want to have all of this stuff everyone just wants a water birth let's be honest (laughs) but one percent of people get a probably a water birth um so yeah went in and um yeah started with the epidural Mm -hmm. sorry started with the whole induction uh, phase and it nothing worked to be fair first six hours nothing worked next six hours nothing worked so then they were like oh we're gonna have to put you on the drip Thankfully, we'd done NCT classes, you know, yeah. National Childbirth Trust classes. And um, to be fair, they were very, um, a very medical, um, like a medical gang. We yeah. weren't, me and Richard weren't, but yeah. they were a very medical gang. So mm-hmm. we had an anaesthetist yeah. on our, like, team, if you like. Yeah. And um, I messaged his missus and was, it's like I messaged, yeah, his missus and just said, listen, they're going to put this drip, like, any suggestions mm-hmm. um, on what I, what I could do to kind of, like, counteract it? Because mm-hmm. I heard that as soon as you go on the drip, it's like rocket fuel. Yeah and really painful, and you can't move anywhere. So she just said, um, get the epidural at the same time. So if you're going to go for that, um, if you're going to go on the drip, get your epidural, because they will cancel the pain out. Oh, wow. So I was like, brilliant. And you know what? I did that, and everything was fine. I I couldn't feel it. The only, obviously, the only, I think my timing was good, because by the time the epidural started to run out, um, the, uh, what do they call it? The late, like the Contractions had started so it just meant that then we could uh, I could push yeah because I think some people maybe would be a bit scared of the epidural because obviously then you can't feel feel, whereas mine had started to run out I'd had a good sleep it was 36 hours like I'm not saying it was (laughs) like two hours it was 36 hours from when I went in to when I had her yeah um yeah and it was it was absolutely fine pushed and she came out and you know it was it was okay um, the only thing my husband had like a lower tract chest infection which I know sounds a little bit like oh, what's that like oh, just a little chest infection yeah. but he was like really really unwell I think they thought he had strep B oh wow or A one of, them, one, one of the ones that's really not good, good. for I new think, is it B?
0: must be B yeah and you get tests for that can't you was yeah
1: you? so they thought that he had that yeah. so basically they were like you're gonna have Drift. to go yeah. and I was like well, what am I gonna do do <laughs> you know because yeah. it's like a bit of a scary thing because you're like yeah well I'm knackered yeah. I've just had 36 hours by the way just yeah. so we all know yeah. Yeah. what am I going to do with this baby yeah. thankfully my mum was with us and I just looked at my mum and went trying you could stay and she just literally looked like <laughs> like she looked so sad that I'd asked her but yeah yeah, yeah. of course I'll stay and I was like oh please because I just said I don't know this is Maybe being a little bit of a princess maybe but I was like I, I can't do this by myself no. so I'd prefer to pay for a private room I think I believe I believe that they were like 100 quid mm-hmm. but to be honest with you they never actually ever charge you for it oh well, well the two times I've done it they never charge it, and my friend and a couple of other people so you ask for a private room but then they never actually charge you for it oh,
0: well. top tip <laughs> yeah. I'll keep that in <laughs> next yeah. time
1: and um, so we ended up, like, in a private room, which was super helpful. And my mum obviously could get some sleep and yeah. and whatnot. But then, yeah, it turned out that Tilly was actually um cow's milk allergy. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, cow's milk protein allergy. So it was, I'm not going to lie, I really didn't like the first three months mm-hmm. of being a mum mm-hmm. because it was really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Like, all my friends that, you know, were having babies at the same time, like, the babies were just, like, you know, quite, yeah. you know, happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, like... I actually said to my friend, do you know the only time that your baby um, isn't crying, is that when they're asleep? And she was like, no. And I was like, okay, something's wrong then. Because yeah. that's the only time that Tilly didn't, um, cry. didn't cry, basically. But yeah, we, long story short, went through the whole process and we found out that she um, <clears throat> had silent reflux. So we were putting milk in. It was obviously coming back up her, you know, um esophagus. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the right word. And obviously burning because it was, you know, it was yeah. obviously wrong for her. And then <clears throat> going through to her belly and um, then making her go to the toilet 10 times a day, which I thought, again, was normal. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, brilliant bowels, like 10 times yeah. a day. And the health visitor was like, yeah, that's uh, too too much. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I thought that was normal. But obviously, first time yeah, around, you don't, she know, don't really have a clue. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically she yeah so she had that so we ended up on this amino acid base yeah. milk which you know that was fine uh finally we got the the right combo mm-hmm. and it was just a case of then doing the milk ladder with her mm-hmm. but it's so common like it's you, really common yeah isn't it? you hear so yeah. many people about it and i think maybe seven years ago well till he's six but sorry yeah like six and a half years yeah. ago now like when it was all going on um It wasn't, it didn't feel as common, or like maybe people didn't know what the diagnosis was. I can't decide, but it didn't feel like as much as it is now. Like, I think maybe one in five babies have it. Yeah. Obviously, whatever we're eating or whatever the, you know, whatever's being done in factories to food or whatever is obviously must be causing it because it doesn't make any sense otherwise. But she, um, yeah, so she was really unwell really when she was little. And I think I suffered really bad with like postnatal anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, I think people think, you know postnatal depression postnatal anxiety like they are two totally different things and postnatal anxiety is like you know you just like you literally just can't stop thinking about like how bad it can be be, do you know what I mean and like going out and stuff was like an effort because I was like thinking not as in like a as I said I wasn't feeling depressed I wasn't feeling like down in that way I just was feeling on edge constantly thinking well if she cries I can't soothe her because at this point, for the first three months, nothing could see you there. Yeah. And, like, you could see people looking at you thinking, like, why is your baby crying and you can't do anything about it? Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and it, it sounds awful and maybe it was just in my head, but you can't help feel like "Yeah, yeah, this is a bit... Well,
0: I didn't know. I um, did a little bit of research recently on the brain and what happens to your brain when you become pregnant mm-hmm. because, you know, like that, um, the phrase of baby brain. Yeah. I just thought it was a load of shit anyway. I just thought people used to use it, or women used to use it, as an excuse for (laughs) deafness. And then I fell pregnant, and I was like, oh, my God, my vocabulary's gone out of my head. My memory's gone to shit. Like, (laughs) Even, like, trying to... I'd go, okay, I'm going to go upstairs and do X, Y, and Z, and I'd get upstairs, and I'd be like, what have I come up here for? Yeah. It was awful. Um, So I did a bit of research on it, and it's when your brain goes from maiden to mother, it literally chemically changes. Your brain, our brains are never going to be like the they were when yeah. we didn't have children. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Did not know that. And as part of that, your fear response heightens and plays out potential, like... Scenarios. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah. So that you act in a way that protects your child. yeah all oh, right But it's then that... Then choose as an individual not to lean into that really and just to say yeah. everything's fine. Yeah, of course But that's what obviously what causes. Yeah.
1: And then when you do have yeah. sort of like an addition where she has got that, where um, then you so kind of go, oh yeah. no. And it put me off, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It really put me off having yeah. another one yeah. because I just thought I can't go through that again. No. Could not I go through really it.
0: Get it. Bella had horrific colic. Horrendous. Aww, yeah. So she was a water birth. But <laughs> she's one of those um, like ridiculously small statistics of children who swallowed water when oh, she was born so she had to get resuscitated bloody hell. so we did have a water birth but it wasn't the best yeah. experience so to speak so then as a result she then wouldn't feed because she kept gagging i don't know whether it was whatever was done to her to get the water i yeah. have no idea And um, so we got kept in for a couple of days she had to go into the she wasn't she was 40 plus one when she was born but it was the nciu nurses that came to feed her right. to help me with her and show us ways in which to, to get her feeding. In the end, we had to, because I was bottle feeding her, we had to like mimic breastfeeding. So she had to lie on her side as if she was like on a boob. Yeah. And then I had to put the bottle in front of her mouth so that her whole body was a completely different way. Right. Mm-hmm. But then she was also just to add to the cocktail of feeding problems was rapid delivery so didn't get any of the mucus squeezed off her chest so couple that with getting water drained she had horrendous colic right and it was just like something you i just remember walking upstairs and obviously this house isn't isn't big but walking the length from the front bedroom across the landing to the bathroom and back again must have been for about two hours while she screamed and Aww. screamed. And I remember at the end of the day looking at me watching you know, her for the steps. Yeah. I'd done 19,000 steps. <laughs> all I could do was just oh walk God. and walk. Because I was thinking, what's going to soothe this and baby? I and I thought, she's just going to get to the point where she's exhausted and falls she's asleep. asleep, yeah. And it was that's us. what happened until she was about, I think, about six weeks when I went back to the doctor and said, listen, I'm not happy with this. You know, could, could it be X, Y, and Z? But I didn't know as well. Colic. Uh, one in two babies get it mm-hmm. but you're not talk- not taught about it i was gonna presence, say yeah no one said, mentions like, it yeah. I will look out, I will, you know be on the the lookout for x y and Z, or yeah. if it is this it could potentially be that i i you thought know?
1: the same to be fair like we did the nct classes yeah. and don't get me wrong they were great for like a community of yeah. people who didn't really have a clue what they were doing yeah and um, you know like about changing nappies which yeah. ways to feed your baby yeah. but they did not mention like you said. Look out for colic, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Look out for, for cows, reflux. milk allergy. Yeah. Look out for reflux. Yeah. These are all which I think personally would have been so much more helpful. Absolutely. And I don't I know that they don't want to scare you. Yeah. I know that. But at least then you would like sort of have those like alerts in yeah. your brain that went, Oh, by the way, like could be this. Could be that. Could be that. Um. Yeah. But yeah, it was it is a bit of a mad, mad time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it was, as I said, it was a lot easier with Annie. Uh, because she never had it, but I think okay. I had the. I, I obviously told the midwife um, the second time round that I obviously did suffer with postnatal anxiety, mm-hmm. and that please, like, just because they only had, which I know, and it sounds really bad, really, but they only had one perinatal um, mental health nurse. Really? Uh, oh, sorry, mental health midwife. Um, when I was having Annie, so that was what. Well, she's three and three and a bit now, so mm-hmm. what, like, nearly four years ago. Mm-hmm. And they only had one and I was like scheduled in for a call. Mm-hmm. Just I think she just wanted to like put you know like that I was on the I wanted to be on the books. Yeah. Because if anything went yeah. wrong, then I felt like I could speak to someone because I didn't know who to speak to the first time round. Yeah. Um so yeah, so we had that call scheduled and then COVID happened and yeah, yeah we didn't ever. Yeah, it? we never ever got a phone call. But thankfully Annie never had the same symptoms as till Mm -hmm. so she was actually like a really easy baby Mm -hmm. um it was just a shame the situation really that we were in you know what i mean felt a bit robbed i think probably everyone did but felt a bit robbed of maternity leave she came in the may and we'd gone into lockdown in the march it was just oh you know when you just think to yourself it was just a mad Mm -hmm. mad time for everyone don't get me wrong for everyone everyone was having their own little battles going on but for me thinking that I might have had to have gone in and had that baby alone. Mm. I was just like, whoa, this is a bit mad.
0: Yeah. So Bella was born 2021, in end of April 21. So we were technically classed as COVID baby. Yeah. But I could have staying with me. But I remember saying to him, like, if I think back to like a couple of my friends had their little ones, um August, two in August, one in September, one in October 2020.
1: Yeah. no no
0: yeah. way i couldn't one of my friends had to carry a case up the stairs to a different ward whilst contracting with a mask on by herself i know it was absolutely unbelievable like i, I just couldn't when she told me i was just like you're know, like jaw hit the floor like <laughs> yeah what? yeah i know
1: you, what? i think like thank like thankfully for me it was second time around yeah so i had done it the first time around and i know that people didn't know any differently doing it the first time yeah. around but hats off to them yeah. to do it because I found it hard and yeah. I'd done it before so like honestly like absolutely smashing it and um, for us it was a bit of a funny one so we um we were in ours and my dad was actually in the garden because obviously we didn't yeah. so we're talking May 2020 yeah. we'd gone in on like what the 20 what was it 23rd 20th? yeah 23rd of March yeah. this was the 18th of May so we're not talking that long really yeah no one really knew what was going on really no one really knew what how to behave no one really knew like what sort of medical like yeah, so yeah. they didn't really know medically what you should be doing because no. it was all so new wasn't yeah. it so anyway um, my dad's in the garden with till um and the midwife comes round and I cuz I texted her saying one, would you give me a sweep and she was like i'm not really supposed to because of obviously everything that's going around mm-hmm. but if you feel that you really need one then like let me know so i said yeah like I really like one Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really don't but um, I really like one right now and um, she said yeah okay super I'll come over so she gets there and she was so lovely but she's so um, like quite manic in her way so she was like you're gonna get me killed Mm -hmm. and I was like mate I haven't Put, I haven't literally put your hand behind your back and you built, will yeah, give me a sweep. Yeah. You've come here like out your own kind of will. Yeah. Anyway, uh, again, weirdest concept because we had to go upstairs to the bedroom because obviously where are you doing a sweep? Mm-hmm. I'd cleaned everywhere, um, put towels on the bed. And then I, I was like lying down and obviously she um, doing the sweep. And next minute I just felt loads of water and I thought, hey, man, that feels like I wet myself, you know? And she was like, Oh, it'll just be a bloody show, and I was like, I know, I know what that is because yeah. I've had that before. And um, this doesn't feel the same. Anyway, she pulled, <laughs> she pulled on like obviously with a glove on, yeah. and it was dripping wet. Oh, the waters yeah. are blue. Yeah, and she she'd basically not on purpose, Start, but started it. Yeah. So she was like, Oh my, oh my, She just couldn't believe it. She was like, Oh my god, oh my! What are we gonna do? And I was like. I have no idea like she's like I'm not supposed to be here and I was like oh no what are we all gonna do and then you know you're just like honestly I need someone just to tell me right now like I I can't look after you yeah anyway bless her she um she rings the hospital says listen I've just felt and she's five centimeters or whatever I think something like that so I was like she was like you need to go now and I was like well just hang on a second Jill like I'm not quite ready just yet I've just got to sort my little one out mm-hmm. um just sort my dad out and yeah. get my bags get my snack bag most yeah. importantly yeah, yeah. you know just give us a sec she was like well I'm not leaving this house until you've gone and I was like oh, well. okay that's fine but you're just gonna have to hang on you can get the snack bag <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah. getting getting all sorted then obviously I go outside um and I was like a little bit of a problem um my waters have just broke then my dad's shouting tilly you're getting a baby and you know you're like what is going on i was like dad could you just go because i love my dad but like not in that situation i was like could you just go and i'll i'll just work things out in a minute so he goes i said i'll follow you with tilly in a sec because obviously again weird but where was she going you know like we're in lockdown but i was like she's gonna have to go somewhere so anyway she goes to my dad's say goodbye and all that get to the hospital do all the checks, and they said, uh, I, I really needed sorry to be crew, but I really yeah. needed a poo. Yeah, so they were like, Oh, well, you will have to go straight into this, yes. um, into the ward or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, I genuinely think it might just be a poo. And they were yeah. like, I know, but that could also be the signs <laughs> of a baby. And I was like, mm hmm. So anyway, went to the toilet, it was just a, just a, a poo. And um, she said, Then they were like, I think honestly, like, I was there for about three hours. Poor Richard just sat in the car, just waiting for me. Um, and then she was just like, okay, so well your waters are broke now, so you've got like 24 hours to, to go into labour. And I was like, Brilliant, okay. <laughs> well let's hope that happens yeah. soon. Anyway, leave, go home, um, and it started straight away. Like mm. the the contractions, and I was like, Oh, I am in so much pain right now. <laughs> um I think I had paracetamol, that was literally it. And then we just got to the hospital, like I'm not even messing, just got to the hospital where I could walk because you were I at the women's. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I, I would, if I don't go now, I wouldn't be able to walk in. Yeah. But they, then Richard had to like leave me at the door and was just like, bye. And I was like, and anyway, I literally was like walking and then the, one of the contractions came. But that was another thing. For some reason, I was having like these mini weird contractions in the middle of my contractions. so uh-huh. I never actually had a bit of a break. I don't know. It was weird. So, um I like literally not fell, but like kind of fell a little bit, yeah. uh, and then. The security guard was like, "Mate, you'll have to come back for this. She needs a wheelchair." So anyway, Richard was then able to like bring me in, yeah. take us up in the the wheelchair, and I thought he was going to have to go then. Yeah. But I think they'd read my notes about like having a bit of postnatal anxiety, and they were like, "Do you know what? As long as you're not going back out, get in here now." Yeah. So um. They let him in the whole yeah, time, which kind. was just so kind yeah. and so yeah. nice. Uh, and she just came so quick after that. Yeah. So don't hang around with a second. That's all
0: I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a lot of people say that. I yeah. My mum said when she had, so she had my sister and then my brother a couple of years later. And my mum said literally, she remembers like dropping my older sister off, saying bye, but like breathing through her contractions all that, gets to the hospital and literally was like, right, okay, you're gonna have to push because you're ten centimeters in. Her. She was like, what? And literally within. Yeah. Within like an hour or two just matters now it. yeah it can come crazy but
1: um yeah that was like a lot like as much as was like a few little you know mm. a few little things just to add in it was a lot easier you know yeah. and she was a lot easier baby than tilly or like not easier because that sounds awful until but just, just a diff-
0: different she, challenges and, yeah she yeah. didn't have yeah
1: you know she didn't have the same yeah. issues that tilly did but i think my anxiety was like telling me that oh she could she could yeah she could so just hang fire so I think it was a month before I actually started enjoying it because I felt like okay I'd know by now if there was yeah a little bit something yeah yeah so yeah then that was a lot easier yeah
0: good so what about rewards then talk to you about the girls what's been rewarding with them with
1: them oh um I just think they're just like my little best mates yeah you know they are I'm cliche as it sounds they are they're like they're so lovely and just so fun to be around mm. um me and Richard are always kind of ones where we have never let the kids dictate what we do yeah. like they will always come along for the ride yeah and um, just our personal preference yeah. yeah we've just always been like well um you know we love seeing the world yeah we love doing loads of really like you know, really good stuff yeah we shouldn't stop that just because yeah. we've got children. You Absolutely. should bring them along for the ride so that they know what they're getting into and yeah. hopefully carry it on with you know with their yeah. kids and whatnot. Yeah. Um so yeah, we, we went to Disney this year, which was amazing, um, with the girls. And yeah. I think they were at a really good age where they just got it. So yeah. like Annie was probably more involved in the characters than Tilly was. Yeah. Um, just as in like she she I think Tilly was a bit like, hmm. Who are they? you know like yeah? Who like, are, are these? People? Why is that princess just there? And then I just seen her, yeah, just like walking up. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. Where Annie was just buzzing to be, you mm. know, be a princess basically and meet yeah. them. Um, so that was like really rewarding. We did, uh, yeah, we did a really. It was like a bit of a a lifetime holiday, like yeah. one, once in a lifetime holiday. Yeah. Um, mum and dad and sister came with us as well. And oh, nice. mum and dad have always loved Disney, like since yeah. we were younger. But um, they said that it probably would be one of the last times that they would go because i think my dad's like nearly 70 yeah um yeah i think he's like nearly 17 like maybe a year or two i can't mm-hmm. quite can't quite think right now but um it's a very physical holiday you know like you're very walking early, a lot like so, yeah. twenty-five thousand steps probably a day um so you're not knackered mm-hmm. but it's worth it yeah. do you know what i mean it's not um oh i'm knackered and i just want to sleep in bed all day you yeah. do you, you've just got to make sure that you you know your time yeah. Yeah. right you book things in at the right time and yeah. stuff which I think I'd done that much research um I think I got it right yeah which was good but yeah. that was really rewarding to see how yeah. much they love that yeah. and um I think any holiday that we go on really they just I think you have that intense time with them and you have time for them yeah because and again sounds awful but you just kind of in your everyday life you just kind of go about your day and it's like okay so you're in nursery or school okay great fab come in have your tea bath bed isn't it weekends are great don't get me wrong but obviously tilly's now started having clubs and stuff so she does gymnastics Mm -hmm. annie now follows she also does gymnastics Mm -hmm. and stuff and it's lovely but it also means that you know you're like your days out are really important um and i love doing stuff with them um but sometimes weekends can just mm. be let's do a club go for a little swim like like yeah. later on and we have a chill on a Sunday you know yeah. that kind of thing um go out to the park or whatever yeah. but so yeah I find that holidays personally I'm going to obviously always say that aren't I but yeah. holidays are really rewarding for me yeah. uh, with the kids just because that intense time that you have with them they come on so much um and you just get to know them as you know, like yeah. I know it sounds crazy but you just get to know them like in a different way yeah. at that point of their life because it changes so quickly yeah so like month to month changes i find yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it you know like one minute they're into one thing and one minute they're into the next just having that bit of like quality time with them you get to know them a bit more yeah. and, about them and stuff and it's so a lovely
0: point i would not thought about that yeah
1: it is yeah. It, it, as i said because you might go on holiday and uh, i don't know easter yeah and by the end of the summer They've changed yeah. so much. They might be, obviously, they're still your little girl or little yeah. boy, but what they're into and what they know is yeah. totally different. So knowing them again yeah. for that like week or two or whatever you decide to yeah. go away. That's why I think holidays are really important at yeah. that time, even if it's just a UK staycation. Yeah. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I'm a little bit anxious about a holiday. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So we've only ever done, like, we've done, like, family caravans. Yeah. Uh, Bella was horrendous <clears throat> in the car as a kid. How was she? Well, she What, was as in, like, a car no, would just scream and would scream you? and scream. Like, we've had to have her forward-facing from nine months. Yeah. Because she just, it just wasn't worth it. It was horrific. Yeah. And anxious from, like, a, a mum or dad driving yeah, of point course. of view really yeah. bad. So she's been forward-facing in the front of the car in nine months. <laughs> Love it. Breaking every rule. Well. But that's the only way. Yeah. And even now, sometimes we battle. We battle yeah. getting her in that car seat. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: so when she's in the car seat now, is yeah. she okay? Or... If she's in the front. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's fine, yeah.
0: Um, sometimes she'll sit in the back if we've got my niece and nephew in the back because... Yeah, of course, she's got friends, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so she's <coughs> never been on a plane yet. We're going to Disney Paris in December, just before oh. Christmas. But that is a... If I'm honest, that's in the back of my mind of thinking... Oh, sorry, there's the post. <laughs> that's in the back of my mind of thinking... What's she gonna be like? How's she gonna be on the plane? I also go. What can I take with me when I'm taking a baby away? Like I just I don't know how it works if that makes sense. And yeah. I've always said to the husband, I wish there was a way of was going away with people who've already had kids for the first time. So you yeah. know where do I put me from Yeah. What can I take on with me and what can I walk what, on? I walk in a pack for, for to play with. Yeah. Because people say like take sweets and crisps and stuff. I'm like well. Can I can I put that through? Do I have to go and buy that? After? Just yeah. that whole headache. So I'll, I'll pick your brains. Oh please, please do. It, yeah. that's okay, definitely. Um, let's let's talk about work work life as well. Yeah. at the minute because you do have uh, a travel business, don't you? Yeah, that's what you do. Yeah. So did that start as like a a passion and it just became? Yeah,
1: I'd say so. So um, as I said, my full time job is a transport manager, mm-hmm. which isn't very glamorous. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's. Um, yeah, it's not the most glamorous of things to do. It's very male-orientated and, yeah. and just things, really, that you, you know, it's, just, it's not very fun, if, yeah. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the travel side started. Um, so it was when we were booking our Disney trip. Mm-hmm. So we booked it. So we went in, um, what are we in now, 23? Yeah, mm-hmm. May 23. So in May 2019, um, I had booked it already with um, Hayes Travel. And like I said before, it was a once in a lifetime trip. It was Disney for 10 days, it was Universal for three, and it was the Disney cruise then afterwards for three days. Oh, wow. So it was mega. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm not talking uh, it was a li- all little, out. it was all out, yeah. like saved for ages for yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Um, And I got it for, say, so example, I got it for a price at Hayes Travel. And then I re- worked out that actually, if I was my own agent, as in like had my own license, that I could actually save five thousand pounds on it
0: you
1: no and then in oh. the commission back as well oh my and i was like this is because so basically with um with the travel business so there's an option where obviously you can join just for the month just to see if you like it and that's yeah. kind of where i went yeah. down the route of i was like oh yeah i'll just join and just see whether it's for me so i did it and um that's what i said the savings yeah. were five thousand pounds and i'm not messing and i was like oh my goodness i was like I've been, you know, you feel a bit robbed. Yeah, I was like, I feel a bit <laughs> robbed, yeah. Like yeah.
0: my pant, my
1: down. Yeah, basically. And don't get me wrong. Obviously, um, the girl who I dealt with at Hayes Travel, she's a lovely girl and stuff, and she's probably only got going off what yeah. the, their prices are. But I felt like, oh my word, this is like a super saving. And then obviously, I'd get the ten percent commission back as well mm-hmm. when I come back off the trip, which obviously I've had now. Um. And I thought it was definitely worth it. So that was for me, that was it. That was all I yeah. was doing. I was just gonna become immune. I hate saying travel agent because it sounds like a work in like Thomas Cook. Yeah, or, a work, Too- yeah, yeah. or like a work two yeah. or awake at yeah. travel. I don't. I do it from home. Yeah. I do it in pockets of time. Yeah. I do it mostly over night time when the girls are in bed. Yeah. Um around obviously my other job.
0: Yeah.
1: So um I just was literally joining for that so it was like £142 joining join up for your own license and I thought that that'll be it for yep. me um if I can't find it cheaper I'm getting my money back and if I can I'll hang fire until next May because mm-hmm. you, you pay like a monthly fee um you pay yeah I thought wait till then and then if not I'll just get off mm-hmm. anyway then it just grew legs because then I realized actually we can get it well cheaper than everyone else so like your Disneyland Paris trip yeah. for us I would have got it cheaper for you do yeah. you know what I mean yeah, but yeah. and then I would have got the commission because what yeah. I always just think is like if you're going to book those holidays anyway come to me first yeah. because I'll probably get it cheaper yeah. but also you're giving the commission back to a normal person yeah like well, just like around a a because pe- yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. you're just going to give it back to jet2 or yeah. easyjet or booking.com or yeah. whatever and a lot of the time like suppliers want to deal with agents as opposed to just like joe blogs because yeah. they know you're going to promote it yeah do you know what I mean? It's just well, kind I saw of the way. Compar- it is.
0: Your comparisons, was it like last week? You did, yeah, the a comparison few comparisons. And yeah. for them, I was like, "Oh my god!" There's something that was like thirteen hundred pounds. I know, honestly, couldn't believe
1: it. It is. It's. it's it. I think it's like a bit of a minefield because people go, "Oh, I didn't realize." I think yeah. people don't realize that there's commission built in every part of travel. Yeah. So randomly, you know, your London theatre tickets, yeah, that has got commission built in. Um, Legoland tickets that's got commission built wow. in so like all of the little things that you think to yourself oh well like I would have booked it anyway yeah like now I get the commission for it or I book it for someone else yeah. and it might be the same price for like you know for example yeah. like your London theatre yeah. tickets or your Legoland or yeah. you know whatever it might be the same price but you're giving me that commission yeah. and at the end of the day I'm just a little family aren't yeah. I I'm not just like a a billion a billion pound company yeah, just yeah. going on there's 30 quid or brilliant yeah that's like pennies for me that's 30 quid that's you know that's a day out exactly yeah Yeah, yeah. you're sorted aren't you so um yeah I started doing that and it grew legs Mm -hmm. yeah and it just yeah now it's just basically kind of I do it mostly of a weeknight um have a weekend I'm normally with obviously with the family and stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah I've booked like 200 over 200,000 pound worth of travel For people, which, since last May, which isn't that long, really. Um, And sometimes I do, like, kind of have to pinch myself, because I'm like, wow, that's actually really quite a, you know, like, when you think to yourself, that's quite an achievement Mm -hmm. that maybe I didn't realise was happening, because you're just doing it day to day, like everything, isn't it? Um, But no, I love it, absolutely love it, so... um, yeah and it was just a passion at the same yeah. time like anyone who knows me and richard knows how much we love traveling yeah. and like i said before the girls will always come on yeah. board and i want them to see the world like yeah, yeah. What, what do we work for if it's not to go on holiday yeah. you know what i mean yeah. again doesn't have to be abroad yeah. i'm talking yeah. like even just in this country yeah. do you know, go and show them i know it sounds yeah. mad but go and show them blackpool go and show yeah, them cornwall yeah. go and show them wales like yeah. at the end of the day they only learn from experience don't yeah.
0: they absolutely Absolutely. So yeah, so that's how that came about. Where are we going about. next? I'm so interested now. In we
1: are going. So I'm going to Malaga uh, nice. next week. Yeah. Fingers crossed. All the flight situation comes yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down uh, with the travel gang, um, and then we have booked Palmer for October half term, dead cheap deal, um, and then we are now. We've decided to. So Tilly doesn't go back to school until the eighth of January, and I thought oh, oh, it days. is super late, yeah. isn't it? So I was thinking from the twenty-sixth of December till the eighth of January, and um, that is like a long time to keep these kids entertained. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I said to Richard, "Should we just go away?" Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah, go for it, find a deal." So I'm looking. Now bear in mind, it's New Year, yeah. so that's obviously straight away. You might as well just throw in a wedding shout yeah, on there, hike
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> up
1: the price there. Yeah. Um, so I knew it wasn't going to be cheap, cheap, but mm-hmm. I knew that I could definitely get some discount. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we looked at Tenerife and that was coming in, I don't know, say like three, four thousand, which obviously is quite a lot. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Really... Tenerife is lovely, but you don't, aren't guaranteed the weather at that no, time, of the time of year. Yeah, time of year. We've been once before at that time of the year when I was pregnant with Tilly and it, it rained the whole time. And you think, I'm not spending that money yeah. to not guarantee. So anyway, I found a cruise um, that oh, yeah. flies to Antigua. Yeah. And um, see, it's like Barbados, St. Kitts, Martinique. Wow. Yeah, so you're guaranteed the weather yeah. and it wasn't too dissimilar in price. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, we're doing it. Go for it. Yeah, so we're going there on the 30th to the 7th. That'd be lovely
0: that. Yeah. Nice but
1: I, you know you were saying, obviously, before about flights yeah. with children. I think babies are quite hard. Yeah. Uh, I think newborn's not too bad, but I think from, well, the point where they can move yeah. until... <laughs> they're walking that is quite hard because they just want to move but they're not walking so obviously it does get quite tricky so that is a quite a hard period but now i think like the age that your little one is um literally even if it even if you walked up and down those aisles the whole time yeah it is what it is do you know what i mean it's like what uh, an hour an yeah. hour and a half yeah. nothing It will, you will be up and down before you even know it
0: that's the other reason why we said let's Paris. just go somewhere that's not too far away yeah definitely I just see how the landline yeah with, exactly
1: like, and just have like loads of like so I um, always got fit, well still get for Annie you know like the little um magic water paint things yeah yeah they were really good Annie loved them even in the restaurants that we were going to mm-hmm. and I also got this year which I've done a little um, reel on my Instagram mm-hmm. for it was like you know, like a little treat box for the kids. So, yeah. it, like, just a, you can get, like, a dead cheap one. I obviously went personalised because I was just being a bit of a tit. <laughs> <laughs> but you can get, like, just, you know, like um, like an ice cube kind yeah, of yeah. thing, but with a lid. Yeah. I can't really explain. Like a little compartment thing. Yeah. Like, I'm just putting little treats in each one. Okay. You know, like, it can be cucumber. It could be a little jammy dodger. Yeah. It could be a melon. It could be, do you, like, loads of little like, a little bit yeah, of a croissant? Bits. Just little Yes. Yeah. That, honestly, I'm not even messing took about 20 minutes to get through because it wasn't just like giving them a packet of you know watsits or yeah. whatever and going oh yeah great or border them it was like ooh what and, and nice. don't get it out before you get there onto the plane yeah. wait till you've you know if you can wait till you've gone up and then be like oh by the way mm-hmm. and then they're like
0: oh this is amazing
1: yeah. But yeah, have a look. Um, have I'll I'll do. Yeah.
0: What I'll do as well is on the notes of this podcast I'll put the link to you. Oh, right please do, yeah, so that'd we'll be brilliant. So if anyone wants to go on. Yeah, it, definitely. Like, yeah, can, Any holidays
1: or if you yeah. want to do it yourself I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think
1: I'll convert us
0: to <laughs> so, um, Is there anything that you want to talk about that we've not... No, we've I not think heard. that's
1: it really, isn't it? Um, what else do you normally, like do any other
0: questions that you normally throw out? Um... To be honest, it d- it depends on the individual. Yeah, it depends course. on, like some people have, like harrowing stories. Some people have, the absolute, like, great experience that they want to talk about. Some have got like a business that they've set up as a result of. Yeah, of course. More. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it depends. I just think this this podcast for me, has been like the best therapy. Yeah. That you could ever yeah because there's so many one different views and different opinions different experiences which is fantastic because it's opened my eyes to a lot of other um situations and possibilities and ways of looking at things and ways of looking at life but i also think as well there's it's helped me a lot more focus on things and come to terms with things i definitely did have postnatal depression but just yeah didn't recognize it i think you know that sort of um like you were saying, about suppressing memories in certain ways and there's, there's things about your pregnancy that you can't really recall. Yeah. There was definitely things that I just kind of pushed away and pushed away and pushed yeah. away and I don't think I dealt with it until probably fairly recently. Yeah. So, like, I went back to work really quick with Bella because I was self-employed. Yeah. was self-employed. We'd only just mm-hmm. come out of that third lockdown gotcha, at the beginning cool. of April. So, they had no, no opportunity yeah. at all cool. to take any time off. So... I don't think I actually got a chance to, obviously bond with Bella. Obviously, and I only went back part time for three weeks. But what at three weeks? Yeah, when she was three weeks. Yeah, when she was three weeks. But we had we financially had, had no. Yeah, choice. You had. That to. was it. Um. So I only went back for for two and a half days a week, and then when she was twelve weeks, I went back full time. So that to me was like a realistic staged. Please return to work, which now is fucking stupid, like ridiculous. And at times I go, would I have done it the same way? Yes, I would. Would I have done it a different way? Yes, I would. I think it depends on the circumstances at the time. But it saved me from immediate sort of postnatal depression and struggling. Because I had something to get up for and get out to, and I had the conversations that old Amber had before Bella was there, which helped me stay in like a work brain space. But like I said, my vocabulary, yeah, it just oh yeah, man. I'm
1: I'm like thinking of words, and I'm like, what is that? What is it? Yeah, what is like? I'm tray with a lid. i don't really know but what but i know called. exactly what yeah. you mean that's right well, yeah. that's like that all the time i don't yeah. think like you said i don't think i'll ever get it back no but
0: apparently it sounds simple then i think yeah. sometimes because i'm like more, why do i not know what that word is you have, probably, the, the, like that builds and grows like, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, crazy
1: yeah i didn't know that yeah but yeah i do think like what you're saying there then um like obviously i didn't realize that i had postnatal anxiety until afterwards and was like yeah um and i think even now i could cry thinking about how i felt yeah. Do you know what Absolutely. I mean? And like how yeah. hard it was. And I also could cry at Annie's situation because we were robbed of maternity. And like I said, everyone had different scenarios. Yeah. Everyone had their own battles. Like, obviously, you guys had to financially because mm-hmm. you're both self employed. Yeah. That's horrendous. You should yeah. never have had to have gone back to work at that point. Yeah. For me, it sounds a bit mad, but um, I went, because basically the transport business is a family business, so I had to go back relatively early, so I think I went back about three months, uh, two days a week, and then at four months, or maybe six months, um, three days a week, and just, you know, kind of did it like a bit of a phase return, which... Again, you wouldn't have that if it was any other business. You know, you'd have your full year off, like, oh yeah, love and life. Christy.
0: Yeah.
1: But I said to Richard, you know, we have been robbed of maternity and no one really got it because people were like, oh, you know, bigger things to think about. Yeah. And you know, you're like, yeah, but you know what? Say for example, you were only having one child yeah. and you couldn't see your mates, you couldn't see your family, you couldn't leave the house. If you wanted to go for a walk, you had to like basically be quite specific when you went for a walk and it was only once a day for 50 Do you know when you think, What? The actual, do you know what I mean? Like, that is wild for me. And I remember crying to Richard. So there must have been a weird period where for some reason soft plays were open. I don't, can't remember what lockdown it was, (laughs) but soft plays were open. Yeah. And maybe they'd done the phase opening of the lockdown and one was open. So I was like, oh, brilliant. Like, the soft plays are open. Thinking, well, I've got Tilly. Where is she going? Do you know what I mean? She's bored out of her brains. She's just three and a half, whatever. So I was like, and and you could meet people yeah. or like secretly meet people yeah. so we'd go to a soft play and be like I'll be there at the same time as you great yeah. we'd go and Tilly would have a run and you'd have the newborns or you know a few months old and you'd have a chat with a friend and it was just like a little bit of normality yeah from that weirdness of where you couldn't leave your house yeah. so I was like yeah brilliant and then they closed the soft place. It was around Christmas. and I, m- I remember thinking the weather was terrible and you obviously couldn't really go out as much yeah. because it was wet and you had the newborn and you were trying to do it yourself and the, the little yeah. one was probably just going to fall over in the mud. Yeah. So it was like a perfect opportunity and they closed them. And I honestly like cried and I was like, they've closed the they've closed the, the, the soft place. And Richard was like, okay, hon, but like it's just the soft place. And I was like... You don't get it. Like, That was the only place we could go. They've just... They've, do you know what? They haven't got a clue how we are feeling as new mums. This is an absolute shit show. I was I, And I went mad because yeah. I was just like, no one's thought about this. Yeah. No one's gone, oh, do you know what? Those women who've just had newborns uh, just a few months ago where they couldn't see anybody. And now you're basically telling them that they definitely can't see anybody for the whole of the Christmas period yeah brilliant i i I just was honestly i was so upset by it and i think i actually wrote like a proper big post about it because i was so annoyed um and again that was just my experience so i understand that that's probably like teeny weeny for someone who lost somebody during covid i get that i do but you can't help still have those like upset periods of time throughout that weird period of life but um yeah as i said I, you know i said before hats off to the people who did it first time around because i just don't know how i had to cope i know you didn't know anything else but yeah that think, wasn't normal that no. wasn't normal i at think all. the
0: um the fact that it just it, it is what it it what you know it is what it is at the time yeah you we have we had no other option
1: i know i know yeah. exactly you didn't have anything else too. you just have yeah. to to crack on but with I it i
0: remember so Steve and i had planned bella and obviously i know we were in the middle of a, a pandemic steve lost his granddad nothing to do with covid um to dementia he was 94 you know it had sort of been i don't want to say it had been on the cards because it's not fair to to his granddad but they knew it was coming yeah i mean it just was really unfortunate and really unfair that the funeral had to happen with covid (sighs) restrictions um but it was at his um granddad's week where i just said to him like, as we'd said originally we were going to wait till his sister had been married and she was due to get married September 2020. Because I was a bridesmaid and oh, I said, course. you know, can't be asked losing weight, gaining weight, all that kind of yeah. trivial, um, shallow stuff about yeah, pregnancy. Yeah. Um, but that was my thought of it at the time. And then it's, it was Grandad, we he passed away in the July and I literally said to him, like, what, what are we waiting for? Yeah. Like, this is, this is stupid. So we decided... And at that time, when we started trying for a baby, I remember thinking, it'll be over by the time we get pregnant and have a baby. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. No way. Following April, and it was just still...
1: You still parents. can't actually believe it. I mean, I've realised since Tilly's gone to school, and uh, now she's going into year two next mm-hmm. week, that time really does go really, really fast. I think I've kind of didn't realise with Tilly, because uh, when obviously... We didn't have a lockdown. Number one, it was just quite normal. And I think up until school, I was kind of like, oh yeah, this is just like you know, you've got quite a lot of time on your hands, like you've got loads of time with the kids. Then as soon as she hit school, and then we had that lockdown, I was like, wow, like where? Like Annie is three and a bit. I I feel like I've missed those three years of lockdown. Like what? Like as much as we went through it, I feel like I've missed it as well because it's just time's just going far too fast. I think it definitely is. You know what I mean? So like you said. You know, you probably would have thought that we'd have been out of the other end yeah. of it, but no, we were not.
0: No. <laughs> it's just crazy. I think as well that the, what you're saying about time, that f- has fed in a lot to my decision about changing my job. Yeah. Because it was nine and a half hour days with hours hour travel each way. So we're talking 11 and a half hours. If the traffic is good, if yeah. there's not a crash on the M62, if there's not traffic on the M60, which let's face it, it's usually every day that yeah. that is the case. Yeah, cool. And Bella was saying to me, Mummy, please don't go to work. And I'm like, I'm out. Fair enough, I only did three days away from home. Yeah. But they were long days. And I'd literally, like you were saying about earlier, you, you'd you get them in, you bath bed, and that was it. Yeah. You didn't really spend the time with them. I was getting her up. It was breakfast dressed, bag ready, go. And then she'd be asleep by the time I got home. Yeah. Because it'd be nine o'clock by the time I got in. So I just thought to myself, Amber, what are you doing? Like, yeah. you need to...
1: Time freedom, isn't it? Yeah. After yeah. some time, that's a bit like with the travel agent side of things. Again, I don't like to use that. Maybe it's travel business, let's just yeah. call it that instead. Yeah. Um, if I if it ended up being, you know, successful and I could carry on, yeah. you know, sort of not full time, because as I said, it can work around pockets yeah. for of me, time. Yeah. Um, yeah, pockets of time for me then it's all about time freedom yeah. you know I could book a holiday for someone while I'm on holiday through my phone yeah. if needed do you know I me mean? and so like I couldn't do it is yeah. and then get that time back somewhere else yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean so that's I think it is yeah. as I've got older I've worked out I think it's a lot to do with with your jobs especially it's about time freedom yeah. as opposed to um you know like I don't know just I think we've realized that the, you know I think it, as much as Covid was horrendous, I also think that it put a lot of things in perspective. Absolutely.
0: I also, I literally said as well to my husband, we'd never spent that much time together ever. Yeah. Ever. That's true, yeah. We had 12 weeks when he was at home with me every single day. Just used to at this Just point, point as well. This <laughs> Pregnant. Yeah. I had but, obviously yeah. two. Oh, well, and Hank, sadly we lost him last week. But other than, yeah, I know. I didn't realise. Yeah. I, know. I was going to ask you where your dog is. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. I You're all right. And um, yes and no yeah of course yes and no i'm not gonna lie probably this point last week i don't think i'd have got through an hour without crying Aww. and then go again but it gets it gets better and then things just like surprise upset me yeah like things things you don't even realize that like yesterday ste made um He's the cook in our house. Yeah, which the about same. That <laughs> I can't cook at all. Steve so made a gorgeous um, chicken fried rice. Dead simple, dead straightforward. I have a clue. <laughs> He's <was laughs> over there throwing things in and what have you. And he said, "I'm going to go to the chippy and get some chips. I'll get a carton of sweet and sour sauce and a carton of great, great new pop. I'm seeing him in it. I put Bella in the bath. He came back in. Anyway, chips on the table, and I can't eat chips and chippy because I'm gluten free. Okay, but even like the I know it sounds ridiculous, not even been able to pick a chip up and give him a chip. Yeah. And then like when, when he Steve and Bella had finished with them, they just went in the bin. Like they didn't go in his bowl. Yeah. Stupid things like that. And I think oh my God, are here, but I think what really breaks my heart is Bella. Yeah. With him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Were they dead close?
0: Oh my god, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, I've got a dog, so I can understand yeah. where you're coming from. I'm sorry I didn't even ask. I thought oh, I that obviously with what happened, I we had went to rearrange, to rearrange and I didn't hear anything else from you. Yeah. I just thought, oh, well, he must be alright. Yeah. And I just, I don't, I didn't even, I did think. Oh, maybe I'll hear a bark, you know, yeah. like when I come to the yeah. door, but maybe he was out yeah, or something. But well, to be
0: fair, I did used to put him out because he was a big, a big <laughs> in the arse. He would bark. He would like if the postman was a, when he's put he'd his have seat, been he'd it. oh my yeah. god, yeah, he would have been horrendous. <laughs> How long had you had it?
1: He was only five. That's young, isn't it? Yeah.
0: What did you say the problem was? So, he had swollen lymph nodes in his neck. So all four of them were swollen, and one in the back of each leg. And how did you find this out? So you could feel them, they were literally like golf balls in his throat, which can be a sign of cancer. Mm. But they're also a sign of allergy, or a severe allergy. Now, Hank had hay fever. Oh, okay. So he'd been back and forth to the vets, they'd done like eye tests and everything because we were wondering. He used to get like, he had little white glasses on, like his eyes would go really Aww. funny with it. So we literally had to give him pyrotron yeah. most, most of the summer seasons. Uh, summer season, that doesn't make sense. Summer um, periods. Months, yeah. yeah. Um, so because that had been quite prevalent with him when we took him to the vet, uh, end of July initially. They said, listen, it may need a biopsy, but let's try these steroids first because it could be a severe allergy, whatever is, he may have been allergic to something else. Yeah. By the way, we also used to walk him quite regularly to his dad's house, which is basically in a field in Hightown, Town, right. farmer's field. So there could have been some sort of pesticide or something that's been yeah. put on the yeah. crops, which, you know, he could have had a reaction to. So we said, well, okay, fair enough, we'll try that first. And I'm not joking. He picked up like you wouldn't believe. Oh, he, the only symptom of him not being himself was lethargic. Like, but Hank was lazy. Like he, he would, if he didn't want to walk, he, he would not <laughs> Quite walk. He's a big dog, wasn't yeah. he? From the face like, you, you're not getting him to walk if he's not walking. Like, yeah. and uh, there'd be days where you go like, should we go and play? And you just do nothing. Like, I'm talking like one, two, three, four. Like not out of character. Yeah. For him, but... We noticed when he'd started, he'd started playing and then he'd shut down quite quick and he'd just wanted to sit down and lie down and we'd go, that's not quite like him. So we took him to the vet, gave him the uh, steroids and that picked up. Playing again, full of energy. So we thought, oh my God, it must just be allergy. And the lymph nodes in his neck did decrease yeah, in yeah. Um. He finished the course, Steve I and Bella went away for the weekend and went to Edinburgh. He stayed with Steve's mum, we came back and she said, it doesn't seem great again, he seems to have taken a bit of a, a, a dip again in his in his energy yeah. levels. Went back to the vet, they gave us another course of steroids, doubled it, and said let's get him in for biopsy. Anyway, we had a won't going into it now, but a huge, huge kerfuffle over the insurance, and uh, which meant the biopsy got delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Um, cut to last, no not last Friday, the Friday before when we were meant to do this originally. Yeah, yeah. And he just, he was coughing, he couldn't seem to get his breath properly, just really, really for me, like, frighteningly took a turn. So I rang the vet, had it out with them again over this, um, like, problem with the biopsy and the insurance. So they said, listen, we think it might be something quite nasty, we need to do this sooner rather than later. So we said, okay, and she said, can you do it on Monday? So I thought that was this first, my first day off oh, my gosh, new job cool. i was like for fuck's sake why does it yeah. always seem to be i said to say can you take the day off work because i can't start my first day and be like just fyi can i take this first day as a holiday because yeah. i think my dog's poorly because and and to be fair if you get the right person who is a dog person they'll say no problem yeah if you get someone who isn't sometimes you can you yeah can just a like bit, a bit a bit a bit of a stick yeah i can't yeah and Hank to us. Literally, we called him the firstborn. We call he literally responded to baby. <laughs> called Bella baby so that they they know who each other are or stupid things like that. And I said to Steve, "You take the day off," so we did. Um, and then he really took a turn. This is the following day. This is the Saturday, so he seemed he seemed fine in the morning. He was eating, was drinking, playing. Went over to my mother in law's saw my in-laws side of the family finding himself came home we went out for the afternoon literally for about four hours came home in the evening Bella was fast asleep which I am so grateful for so she just went because she she fell asleep in the car on the way home at like twenty past seven she went straight to bed fast asleep yeah Yeah. so I just remember saying to see like that in itself was a huge saving grace because she didn't see him like in any trouble or anything um and he just it was about eight o'clock he just started this cough and i can't even explain w- what it was like but as he was stood up so imagine his head's by you and his bums by me the bottom of his stomach every time he was breathing was expanding like this like right up. you know like when they say if you see a baby when they've got a chest infection and their stomach is like, yeah, like yeah. extending and tucking under to go straight to a and a it was honestly like that. Like, that's what it was making me think of. And I said to Steve, he's, he's not right. He's really struggling. He couldn't breathe. He couldn't he, he couldn't swallow. It was just slobber. And he wasn't a slobbery dog. Even though he was a Rottweiler and he was big, he wasn't a slobbery dog. And there literally was just saliva everywhere. And then he was lying on his side. And he's just sat up out of nowhere. And Steve was with him. And I sat on the couch in front of him and gave Steve this huge kiss, literally like five kisses. And then just literally hit the floor and they said to me, I think he's going. I said, I think you're right, go and ring the emergency vet. Because what they'd said to me on the Friday on the phone was if you have any trouble with him, please ring out of hours and take him to be seen. So I said to Steve, "Right, let's go, take him to be seen. Um, We got there at five past eleven in the evening my mum had come over to stay here with Bella. We got there at five past eleven. He went straight in to be seen. And the vet, honestly, hats off to her, she was incredible, and I mean incredible. She said, she came in and said, right, so what's wrong with Hank? So we started talking her through it all, and she said to me, so he hasn't got any stomach problems, and I said no. And she said, and he hasn't got any breathing problems, I said, no, like as in like historical ones. I said no, and I'm really concerned about his stomach, she said, I don't think your dog's got um, lymphoma, um, I think he's got something else, or maybe in addition to can you hold his head while I examine him? So she like tapped his stomach twice and then she literally said, and I will never forget it because the panic in her like flooded like worry from my feet right up to my chest. Oh my god, I think your dog's got a twisted stomach. Um, and if that's the case, he needs to be x-rayed now and it needs to be operated on right now. And it was the The panic within her, she flung the door open. She shouted for help to get a a trolley in to get him on. She needed help to get him up. Steve just picked him up, put him on the the trolley. And we literally rushed him into the x-ray. And she said, can you go and take a seat in reception? I'll shout, yeah, it'll only be five minutes. So we'd literally gone in from like having suspicions that he was poorly to this whole, oh my God, he's going to need an emergency operation right now. So we sat down in the reception and then we we're just looking at, Steve like, oh my God, what are we going to do? And on top of that, we also had the, the possibility that he did have lymphoma. So he did have cancer on top of it. So we were saying, right, well, if he needs operating on now and the chance to save him, then we'd absolutely be doing it. And then if it's also potentially lymphoma, then we're talking about potential chemotherapy or steroid treatment to kind of yeah. like um, <clears throat> save him his last few months. And it had been five minutes and then it was ten minutes and I was like, what is going on here? This is taking far too long. She said she's gonna be quick. This isn't good. I was, as you can imagine, crying like you wouldn't believe, trying to hold it in because there was other people in the waiting room. And then um, we went into... She called us forward into a different room and said, I'm really sorry, I've got really bad news and I just lost it. Mm. Literally just lost it. But he had... Um, Tumor at the base of his heart, Aww. one in each lung, and four in his spleen, and one in his spleen had ruptured, which is causing his stomach Aww. to swell. That's why he could not breathe. That's why he was really struggling. So she she said the deterioration from like eight o'clock would have been when he was in discomfort or pain, but prior to that he wouldn't have he wouldn't he wasn't in any pain because we were talking about him eating. Toilet and what yeah. have um. So we did. We had no other option. He was basically dying. So mm. God love him.
1: Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Well, that's it's just so sad. I know. But you couldn't have. You couldn't have carried on like that, could you? Absolutely not. No that's way. mad to have thought that all of those tumors. No way.
0: But and and this is what I said. Like to have no idea that he was so poorly. Yeah. Like he still played repeller, He still let a, a. Not tormenting, but you know, like how kids play, like rough him up a little bit. He he never snapped at her, never battled, nothing. Just, uh, yeah, just heartbreaking. Yeah, of course. Like, so, so grateful that he was, the temperament that he was. But, like, even this morning, coming down and she just said to me, Mommy, where's Hanky's balls? And it's, it's with her. Like, I can't explain it. It's just. Uh, how do you help you? Yeah.
1: When you're and I've never lost anyone, so like my husband said to me, "What you're feeling, is the same as losing someone because yeah. you, you have
0: lost a member of your family."
1: Yeah. Yeah. So trying to explain to her yeah. when you're hurting, and it's hard, and isn't it?
0: God I love it. It's just a little face. She just drops her head and she just, just looks so upset and disappointed. And I'm trying. It's it's trying to strike the balance now of when to talk about him, without her being confused as to why he's not here. Yeah, know? of course, because she's only still
1: so little as well, isn't yeah,
0: she? Yeah. So we've said to her like he's gone. He's gone to heaven. We've explained everything to her, but she just says, "Oh, well, can you go and get him?" And she doesn't understand, and rightly so, because she's only
1: just turned two. But doesn't understand that we can't go and get him. Yeah, of course. Forever from heaven. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Like, <laughs> honestly, that's awful. I genuinely just didn't even think. I just thought, oh, we must be just yeah. out. Yeah, I know. little love. But i love him. Yeah. I said, at least I had my boss five years with you. I know. Yeah. And if you think about that lockdown period as well, like, that would have been honestly, even more intense with him, I think wouldn't the it?
0: The best part about lockdown for him. He absolutely loved it because we were both here. Exactly, yeah. We literally we used to just walk it twice a day. Yeah. And spend as long as we were We didn't. but we didn't care. Yeah. And we went and we went to the fields. where Steve's dad lives. So it literally was the field. yes yeah. It was no one. And so.
1: So that's so, pretty cool to so have had yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I mean with yeah. you. Even though he's gone far too soon. Yeah. Definitely, but. Yeah. Oh.
0: I know. Poor thing. Yeah, and I realise Hank has nothing to do with the kid cast, but. Oh, but he's a massive part nice of your to life. Talk about him, yeah, because yeah. was part of our family.
1: Definitely. Yes. As I said, I've got Jax, he's eight. He's yeah. um, a little Cocker Spaniel. Yeah. He's lovely. And I can't imagine, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, can't imagine going through all that.
0: I think what's strange as well, or what has been strange for me, is that, like, all right, some people don't do this, but Hank's the reason why I was first ever called Mummy and Steve was called yeah. Daddy. Because, obviously, Bella was, Bella was born with the dog, so she's known... Ever, Hank, every, every Yeah, Jack's life. the same, yeah. Until, and like your girls, until, yeah. what, nine days ago? You're literally nine days ago. So, it's just going to take some adjusting. And this house, whilst it's only small, feels massive. Feels so quiet. Like, yeah. It's definitely the, quiet. That isn't yeah. it, the more was walking around. It's the no, no... Um, no breathing, no snoring, no pause <laughs> yeah. on the floor, no grumbling. Yeah. Even things like the other day I said to my husband got I really took my surprise when I was working because the door went and I had no inclination that anyone was at the door because he wouldn't normally have got up, and Yeah, of a of course. Horse, yeah, looked out the window and it was just that whole whoa that everything's, everything's different. Yeah. And I think that will take...
1: Take some time, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. definitely really I'm
0: getting used to Yeah. But back to human children, yeah. canine children. Um, we do have two closing traditions. Yeah. First one what is one thing you wish you knew about parenting before you became a parent?
1: I think, do you know what? The more we talked, obviously, yeah. during this period, um, I didn't think I didn't realize how much fun they are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. As much as it is really hard, and there's like some periods where you think, "Oh God, I can't do this." Yeah. Because it is really hard, um, but how fun they are, and how, yeah. like, they are just your little friend, but they're just you, aren't
0: they? Yeah, literally.
1: Um. Yeah. Well, like obviously you and your partner or whatever. Um. And yeah, I just say like literally how fun they are, and how tired it can, how tiring it can be yeah. um at the start i feel like i'm on the other side now yeah you know three and six you know we are kind of moving to a different part of our like kind of child uh, yeah. being mums and dads like having having children but i think that first part those first few months just no one ever told me how tired it how tired how tiring it can be but i think that like even if someone did say oh listen by the way it's gonna be really tiring you'd be like yeah Yeah. okay well i've been tired before (laughs) but like that tiredness is just something yeah something that i will never ever ever know how to explain like they obviously use sleep deprivation as a torture for a reason you know what i mean because it's torturing Um, those first few months but everything is a phase yeah. nothing is forever yeah you know it's very much like okay you'll have a bit bad period and then it'll move on to something yeah. else and it'll be dead good and yeah. then you might go f- through it again so yeah. I think the first time around I didn't know how long those phases would last yeah. and that's probably the bit where um I was feeling like anxious and feeling a bit yeah. like out of control because yeah. I didn't know how things would last how long things were going to go on for so You know your colic. Normally it's eleven weeks, isn't it? And then it's kind of normally just kind of goes off by itself if if it isn't a proper colic. You know um, situation like you had. Like if it's just normal colic and inverted commas there, but you know so people tell you that but no one really tells you that oh by the way they'll sleep probably by about this time yeah, or just yeah. they won't sleep by that yeah. so you're just kind of winging it whereas yeah. second time around i'm like oh do you know what it's okay because i know this isn't the light right at ever. the end of the tunnel yeah. in that moment but i think just no one really tells you that no. bit before um and no one really can because your child's going to be different but you know i'm just saying as a, as a general rule yeah. there are a few things that they, they tell you so just don't panic yeah. when you're in the midst of it all yeah. and you're thinking can't do this because yeah. you can because yeah. it will end yeah and, and something else will, will you, start <laughs> you
0: always find a solution you always get through it yeah don't you even though at the moment when you're in it you feel like you're swimming in shit but you you do get yeah you do get through it um and then a top tip what would be your top tip that you'd give to either expecting parents or new parents
1: i'd probably say so if, when I think about it a bit more, so I think for expecting parents, my top tip would be uh, on that due date, mm-hmm. make sure you plan something because you are waiting for nine months mm-hmm. for that day to come and nothing happens. More often than not, you know, you've got your 1% who go on your due date, but yeah. more often than not, uh, nothing happens and you are literally like, it's a bit of an anticlimax yeah. and you just kind of feel a bit. So I feel a bit uh, deflated. Yeah, yeah. So I would definitely say and I did that for both of mine. Um, Annie <laughs> lockdown, so a bit mm. weird. But we um, like uh, ordered like an afternoon tea nice. to come in for Tilly. We went out for dinner. So do just something where you're like, oh yeah. okay, I'm gonna a plan, plan, something. Yeah, plan something. Yeah, plan something, and it's taking your mind off it, yeah. and at least it's something rather than just sitting there with your bags packed, ready to go, yeah. and you might not be going anywhere. Do you know what I mean? So that's probably for expectant mothers. And for new, I'd probably say for new parents is just take it all in your stride at your pace. Don't stress about what other people say. People will always give their opinion. And if you like it, listen to it. And if you don't, just go, yeah, okay, thanks for that. And just move on because everyone's different and every every baby's different. And everyone, everywhere does have its own, they all have like kind of milestones and whatnot to meet. But don't worry about that if they're not, if they're a few months late, don't worry. You know what I mean? They'll all come out. They'll all come out. The way they are, regardless, yeah. Yeah. um, but just have fun along the way, that's yeah. all I'd say, and just make sure that you know you enjoy them. Yeah. Because what was the point of it all if you don't right. enjoy them?
0: Yeah. That's what I'd say. Thank you very much for no being problem. wonderful. <laughs> and, um, I will definitely put your travel thank you, business. appreciate that. Yeah, travel business, <laughs> yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me. Thank us. you very much. Michaela.